Welcome to the Success Starts Within podcast, a podcast dedicated to teaching you all the tools and techniques you need to master the mental game and take your performances to the next level. Here's your host, Eli Straw. In this training, we're going to talk about focusing on what is within your control as an athlete. The more you focus on what's within your control, the more success you're going to have moving forward. Now, getting started, let's first talk about what actually is in your control, because that is a huge question. As an athlete, what do you actually have control over? Truth be told, it's probably a lot less than you actually think. Number one is your attitude. No matter what you're doing, right, this this pertains to athletes and really everyone, you always have control over your attitude. Yes, there are going to be days where you're feeling down, you're feeling more anxious, but your attitude is about how you approach things. Do you want to approach the game with a positive attitude, an optimistic outlook, one that sees yourself as continually growing? Or do you want to look at the game like it's out to get you, like your coaches just, you know, they don't like you? How are you wanting to approach the game? That is about your attitude. Do you want to approach it with a growth mindset to where when you make mistakes and you have bad games, your attitude moving forward is, I'm going to learn from those. What, what can I actually improve upon from that game? Why did I make those mistakes? Or are you going to have a negative attitude that says, oh God, I suck. I'm never going to win. I'm just never going to learn that. I don't even know why I'm playing. Right? First and foremost, your attitude is always within your control. Next, we have preparation. Preparation is another thing that is always within your control. Now, this one's a little tricky because there are aspects of preparation that aren't within your control such as if you're playing an outdoor sport like baseball or softball, for example, and it has rained all week. Well, you couldn't necessarily prepare as much as you wanted to on the field because going into the next game, you had it raining all week. However, what you can do is make sure you are as prepared as you can be so you understand the circumstances, right? So going off that example, if you knew that it was raining all day and it rained all week, Is there an indoor hitting facility you could go to? Could you go into a building somewhere and practice your throwing? Could you make sure that you're as prepared as you can be mentally? Maybe it's a great opportunity to rest, right? It's about recognizing what resources do I have? How much time do I have to prepare and saying, okay, am I doing as much as I can to make sure that I am ready to perform at the top level that I can perform come game time? So the second area that's always within your control is preparation. Now, number three are your responsibilities. This really plays into game time. You are only in control of your responsibilities during a game. If you're a basketball player, for example, and you're not getting the ball passed to you as much as you'd like, that is incredibly frustrating. But can you directly control that? No. You can complain to your coach. You can go talk to your teammate. But while you're playing, you cannot directly control whether or not your teammate passes you the ball. But what can you control? Well, your responsibilities in that moment are to be sure that you're moving without the ball, right? Getting yourself in a position to where if they do pass you the ball, you're going to be ready to make a shot, make another pass, drive to the basket. Another responsibility you have is on the defensive end. If you're not getting past the ball as much as you'd like when you're playing defense, make sure you are focusing on your responsibilities and playing as hard as you can. Another example is if you're a baseball player and you play second base. You can only control your responsibilities. You cannot control whether the pitcher throws a strike or not. So if he's walked two guys in a row, there's no reason for you to get upset. Why? 
Because what is your responsibility in that moment? Well, if he just walked two guys and there's a runner on first and second, your responsibility is probably to keep the runner on at second base, make sure you get back to your position, understand what the bunk coverage is, and etc. right? So no matter what sport you play, no matter what position you play, you always have control over your responsibilities. And even more than that, you always have control over focusing on your responsibilities. So now that you understand what the three main areas within your game are that are under your control, let's talk about the negative impact that you'll experience when you focus on what is out of your control. When you focus on what's out of your control, number one, you're going to experience anxiety. You're going to experience anxiety because anxiety happens when you're worried about the future, you're worried about what ifs, but also when you can't control something. One of the reasons anxiety is so common when you're worried about what's going to happen is because you cannot control the future. Therefore, you begin worrying about it. You can't control your teammates. You can't control the outcome of a game. You can't control what the officials are doing. You can't control what your coach is doing. But if you focus on that, focusing on that uncontrollable is going to drive anxiety. Number two is anger. This really plays into the couple examples that I gave, one being your teammate not passing the ball. If you're focused on your teammate not passing the ball, which is out of your control, you're going to get angry. It's very natural to get angry because you know that, hey, man, I could make a shot. I could contribute. I'm open. Why aren't you passing me the ball? What is going on? You start getting upset. The other example with the second baseman, if the pitcher just threw a bunch of balls and is walking a couple guys, it's natural to get upset. And if you focus on the fact that he is walking, guys, you're going to get angry. You're going to get angry at him for doing that. You're going to get angry at the coach for not pulling him. You're going to get angry at the umpire for that ball that he called that you thought could have been a strike, right? So you're going to start getting angry at things when you begin focusing on stuff that is outside of your control. Number three is mental exhaustion. When you're focusing on things you can't control, you're going to feel anxious. You're going to feel angry, right? Those two things combined are going to lead to mental exhaustion. During a game, do you want to be tiring yourself out by focusing on things that you can't control? No, you want to be focusing on what is going to lead to you succeeding. But when you're focused on what the officials are doing, what the field conditions are, what the opposing team looks like, what your teammates are doing, what the fans are saying, what your parents, who your parents are talking to, that's going to really tire you out because you're worrying about all this stuff and there's a ton of stuff that you just simply can't control. So when you focus too much on what is outside of your control, you're going to experience anxiety, anger, and mental exhaustion. Now, on the flip side of that, what are the benefits of focusing on what is within your control? Well, first we have a sense of power, right? If you're focusing on things that you can control and change, you're going to feel more power because you're going to realize this is actually something that I can influence. If you're focusing more on your attitude, you're going to have a sense of power realizing I can choose how I approach the game. It doesn't matter whether it's raining right now. It doesn't matter whether we're playing the number one team in the conference. I can choose my attitude when I go and play. Number two is increased motivation. You're going to have more motivation to play, more more motivation to train when your attention is placed on what is within your control. And then number three is improved performance. Right. Put simply, when you focus more on what's in your control, you're going to be giving more effort to what is directly going to impact your performance. And therefore, you are going to have increased levels of performance. So knowing that, right, what is the best strategy that you can use for narrowing your focus? It is not at all easy to focus on what's within your control, mainly because there are so many factors outside of your control that are going to distract you. 
What you need is a strategy that's going to help you during a game to really focus that attention on what is within your control. So step one is going to be to outline your desired mindset. Step two is to identify physical factors that are in your control. And step three is to let go and refocus. So step number one is to outline your desired mindset. The reason you want to outline your desired mindset is because this has to do with your attitude. How do you want to be thinking and how do you want to be feeling going into a game? To outline your desired mindset, answer these following questions. How do I want to mentally approach the game? What type of attitude do I want to have? How do I want to respond from an emotional standpoint to failures and mistakes? And what should I be thinking to put myself in the best position to succeed? If you answer all of these questions, just answer these four questions, you will have a clear idea of the type of mindset and attitude that you want going into a game. And since that is something within your control, that is going to narrow your attention on making sure you have that mindset. Therefore, you're going to be focusing on what is within your control. For step two, you want to identify physical factors that are within your control. So you want to think about what's within your control physically in terms of your preparation, right? What can you do leading into the game and also that morning that are going to be in your control from a physical standpoint? And then during competition, you just need to make sure you are focusing on your responsibilities. And then step number three is to let go and refocus. This really comes into play when you begin noticing your attention drifting onto external factors, right? Things that are outside of your control. Because like I said, that's natural. Even if you follow these previous two steps, naturally you're going to begin worrying about that incredibly stupid call the official just made or that dumb mistake your teammate just made, right? Those are natural and they're going to happen. But what can you do? Well, you're going to let go of the worry, concern, and anger that comes over you. You want to let go of the desire to focus on other people. And then most importantly, you need to let go of the need to control everything that is outside of your control. If you focus on these three steps, right? If you outline your desired mindset, if you focus on what the physical aspects of your game that are within your control are, and then you let go and refocus when you begin focusing on external factors, you will be using your focus to your advantage during games. Thank you for watching, and I wish you the best of success in all that you do. If you want to hear more mental game tips, subscribe to the podcast, subscribe to the Success Starts Within YouTube channel, follow Eli on Instagram, the handle is at Eli Straw, and subscribe to our weekly newsletter at successstartswithin.com.